Welcome to Stuck in My Mind podcast, the show where we dive into the mind of a regular guy on his road to self-discovery. You'll hear everyday people just like you share the latest topics, personal stories, and things they've learned along the way. And now, please welcome your host, Wise. And welcome to another episode. I am your host, W-I-Z-E. I have a very special guest. She's a brand strategist. Welcome to the show, Chrissy Robinson. Hey. Hey, what's up? <laughs> much. What's going on? How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's really nice here in Michigan, so I am feeling great. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice day here in uh, Pennsylvania as well. It's melting away the snow that we just got this yes. past Saturday. So get rid of that snow. That yes, white stuff can't yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready for spring to come. I'm, there's things I want to do. There's like some videos that I want to shoot, mm-hmm. and the weather's just been screwing me up. So, yes, I'm ready for it. Way. I'm ready for spring, but I'm even like, more excited for summer. Way more excited for summer. <laughs> and it, listen, as long as it's not snowing, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> it's the ice for me. It's it's even the chill though. The chill, like I just need warm. I need sun. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was supposed to be in Aruba this week, but uh, my wife's job called and uh, we couldn't go. They had their hoping in this new factory. And so, darn, I'm sorry. It's okay. I gotta sit sorry. here with me. It's fine. It's good. <laughs> I get to do, at least I get to do what I love to do. So, right. That's a good point. All right. So, you're a brand strategist. How long yeah. you been doing this and, and what made you get into this? I've been doing this. So Color Addict has been around since 2014. So I think if I do my math, I think that's eight years. And um, I kind of just stumbled into it, honestly. So when I was growing up, I didn't I didn't even know what a graphic designer was. I didn't have anyone in my family that was doing graphic design. So or any, anything in really technology even. And so um, I was always one of those kids that was really weird. I used to love going to like restaurants, car washes, and I would sit there and like, oh, they should do this and they should do that. And I would think about like all the different ways that they would improve their customer experience. Had no idea I was talking about branding and what branding truly is, which is the experience. Um, And so I've always been creative. So those kind of things just kind of married together and created a perfect little storm for a brand strategist. I had no idea what this even was when I was first getting started. I just was doing it but didn't have the words to explain what I did. But I actually started Color Addict doing murals. So you see this Batman behind me? It's like a little Batman eating a donut. Can you see that? It's very uh, far, very tiny, yeah. right behind my head, right here. So he's I eating a so. donut. <laughs> For anyone who's listening can't see the video, he's eating a donut and there's like actual sprinkles on there. And um, I used to do little fun murals like that, like little silly cartoon characters doing really silly things and then uh that kind of grew into more digital design within getting digital i started doing like menus and logos and all that fun stuff and playing around with web design so i've been doing it for a long time now so that seems very very far i don't paint anymore it's too tedious for me i'd rather have like an undo button when i make mistakes than like trying to (laughs) repaint it (laughs) so i don't paint anymore but Digital is the way to go for sure. <laughs> oh man, listen, it's when I before I, when I, before I started podcasting, I didn't I didn't know it like you. I didn't know anything about graphic design. I didn't know anyone who was doing graphic design, any of that. And so 
I kind of just when I created the logo that I have right there, I I, I hired someone from Fiver, from Fiverr, Fiverr, okay. Fiverr, however you want to say it. People say it differently from wherever you come from, but um, so it was me trying to grow a brand because this was something I felt because you all right the life expense this this I'm like I did my research on becoming a podcaster. So the life expenses, expenses, I can't even talk right now, but the, like usually the, a usual podcaster lasts about seven to 10 episodes and then they fade away. Mm-hmm. That's what they usually say uh, when someone does a podcast. And so I was like, okay, if I can get past the 10, mar- 10 episode mark, I'm, I'm doing good. And I just started recording and, and felt like, Hey, I enjoy this. I love doing this. This is great being able to communicate with people and talk to people from all over the world and learn at the, at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I just, I just invested in a logo. I invested in a, you heard the intro before we started mm-hmm. the video. I did myself because that now everything I do, I do through Canva. I do all my logos, everything, all my cover art, everything is, I don't have to hire anyone else to do my stuff. I have I was Canva. Just- I was just joking with my uh, digital brand manager today, and she was like, Canva does this now. And I was like, Canva is making it hard for us, like actual graphic designers who use like Illustrator and Photoshop. Like, Canva, just stop. Stop, Canva. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's good, no. though. It empowers everybody to do their own thing, which is I'm all about. I'm all about. Oh, no, listen, I'm not trying to take anybody's job, but I'm saying <laughs> if, if I can, I'm a small business owner. So if I can save money and Absolutely. doing the job myself and they, and they come out good, hey. I'm not, I'm good. And it is, and it's, it's fun to do it. I, like I said, it's, since I've been podcasting, I, I've got a creative, of cre- like my creative side just kind of like just blew up. So we, we, me and my, me and my nephew started a production company. We've done so many things just from starting podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. How many podcasts have you done? <sighs> How many have I released? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've released 142 audio episodes and probably, I want to say 30, 40, maybe a little bit less, more. I don't know. Probably like 20 to 30, 40 around there um, YouTube videos. Okay. Love so, it. So you're well past the 10 mark. You did it. Past. Well past it. You yeah. made it. Well, well past it. <laughs> and that's not even counting all the ones that I've... Like, as far as the audio one, my audio podcast, I am still have content that I recorded in July of last year. Mm. And I have so many episodes. And this is during the time where I was probably recording six, seven episodes a week. Oh, wow. Are you still doing yeah. all your own editing right now? Yes. You got to hire that out. <laughs> it's I, I know. Too long. You're sitting too long on things. Well, well, but I'm still releasing. But the thing is, I'm still releasing two episodes a week. Oh, wow. That's what I'm saying. I have so much content that I'm telling you, I was recording. Like at one point, there was like. A, Four months where I probably was recording every week at least five, six episodes minimal. So why not just do like seasons? Release the pressure off yourself. 
just do I like just seasons. Then you can organize all the content kind of around different topics and. Well, this this for this month I'm releasing nothing but um episodes that I've recorded with women because and because it's Women's International uh, Women's yeah International Women's Love Month. Nice. So <laughs> this whole month is just dedicated. The audio aspect is just nothing but great women that I've interviewed and had the pleasure of um, chatting with. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I love it. It was good. I, it was great because um actually I just had my first speaking engagement. Like it was a, a former guest of mine. She invited me to speak at an event she started. She had on um for Women's uh, International Women's Month. So. It was a it was a, a honor and and it was like it just felt so good that someone would want me to speak at one of the events. Yeah, I love it. That was it. congratulations. Thank when you. is that? Or when? Well, oh, it really happened. It was uh March seventh. Okay, how'd you do? Uh, I did. I, I kind of choked up a little. Did you really? Well, well kind of emotion. As far as emotions go, it was, it was an emotional topic for me. So. Ah. Okay. Okay. I love it though. I love it. It was we got we gotta we definitely gotta have some more. I didn't do anything for International Women's or Women's Month. Um nothing at all, just been head down grinding, unfortunately. We got a lot of stuff going on. Well, you know what? I have a pass for you for um so I'm also part of this network, uh the Indie Pods. And um we had a convention in December. And it was awesome. And now we're ha- we're ho- we're having a women's event this month, so I would like to give you a free pass. I would like okay. to give you, um, access to the event. It's uh, March twenty sixth. Okay, is it virtual? Yes. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So, I think yeah, I work I'll, that day too, so, so I'll be yeah, online. I'll give That's it, a Saturday, I'll, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I will be online. So yes, I will share with you the um I'll email you the the code and everything. Sweet. Yes, I get to support now. <laughs> yes, I got like 10 passes that I need to give away. So Oh, that's awesome. So you're one of them. That's awesome. I love yeah, so, it. All right. So now let's let's start talking a little bit more about you. Okay. So what do you Brad, want to know? So what exactly is what exactly do you do? What do you do for your clients? You don't know what I do? No, I'm just kidding. I, I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. I I'm just saying, kidding. There's people I'm, out there I'm might not know. With you. Um, so I run a creative agency. I actually have two businesses. I run a creative agency. At the creative agency, we do marketing. We do websites, logos, printing, all that fun stuff. I'm a consultant as a brand strategist. And then I also run another company that's a women's empowerment group. And that we have two different packages. Uh, we have like an all-access pass that's just like, the meetups, the boot camps, all that fun stuff, the one-on-one coaching, as well as mentoring. And then we also have just like a Slack community that you can join. So we have two different things with that, but then we also have the creative agency. That's where I spend most, the majority of my time. Um, I'm a full-time entrepreneur. I sit here all day, sometimes every day. <laughs> listen, the um, life of entrepreneur. listen, Saturdays and Sundays aren't days off. Sundays, I have, I have for at least the past three years are protected days for me. I do not work on Sundays. I have a work phone. This thing is nowhere near me. Um, on Sundays, my team knows do not call me unless it's oh, an no, emergency. Sundays, I've I've kind of 
that's the designated day for me and my wife because that's the only day we really both share off. Mm-hmm. So Sundays we make sure we go and do our thing. Yeah. Be it go shopping, go eat somewhere, go just it's just our day to go do whatever we're gonna do. Yeah, Sunday same for me. It's uh, I call it self care Sunday. So whatever I feel like doing, I literally wake up. I'm like, Chrissy, what do you want to do today? I'm like, mm, let's get a massage, and I go get a whatever I whatever comes to my mind. That's what I do on Sundays. That's so. good. That's that's a good way to live. Is is to you have to enjoy yourself. You have to enjoy life. Life yes. is too short. Yes, life is for the living. We're not here that long. You gotta enjoy it. You gotta. And that's what, that's why I, when I finally took the plunge to do the podcast, because obviously I, listen, people just get in their own way. So I was in my own way. I was stuck in my own mind. I was making excuses. Like, I don't want to do it because people are not going to listen to me. I sound funny. Nobody's going to want to listen to me. I'm a suck. That's why I do it. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I was like, you know what, man, I'm I'm failing now. Why not? A, why not attempting it? By me not doing it, I'm failing. What? Let me kick in the door and press record, and and it's. And what it do you have just, to lose? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And imposter syndrome is real. Everybody suffers from it. There's people talking about it, but not in a real, like, practical sense. Like we really get, we're mostly in our own way in the beginning. It's mostly us. It it it. it, it 99.9999%. Yeah. It, it, it is. Yeah. It is. We and, make and excuses it, and say, oh, I need marketing. I need sales. I need a website. I need a business card. You don't need any of that. You just need you. Well, even for podcasting, it's like, oh, I don't have fancy equipment. I don't have that. You can use your phone. Mm-hmm. There's apps like that. You can record podcasts right to your phone. Yep. So Absolutely. there's no excuses anymore. And that's really, if you think about all the big businesses too, that's how they started in people's garages, basements. They did not say, oh, I need a, a building and I need 10 employees. They didn't say any of that. So they're like, I got this idea, this fire and desire in my heart and I'm going to go for it. That's it. And, and, yeah. I didn't like, I didn't know. I'm I'm not, I'm, I have no shame of saying my age. I will be 46 this year. Mm-hmm. And Prior to me doing my podcast, I didn't, I didn't, there were certain things I did love to do in the end that was great, but I was never passionate about anything. I didn't find anything that gave me purpose. Mm-hmm. And so when I started podcasting and I found that I had a voice and that people were listening, that gave me my purpose. That allowed me to find my purpose. It helped me just by sitting down and talking to people and and having some great conversations and them and them sharing their stories and me sharing my stories. I've been able to touch people's lives. I've been, I've had people message me telling me about they needed to hear a certain episode and, and it helped them on their path. Yeah. So when, when I'm able to do that, it makes me feel like, okay, I'm doing the right thing. This is yeah. what I'm supposed to do. That's because you're impact driven. You, you want to make an impact. So those things are going to continue to fuel you and keep you going. That's why I push people, especially in the beginning stages of like running a business, to just get out there because nine times out of ten, you'll help someone. The likelihood of you helping no one is really unlikely. You've got to be like, I mean, you can learn from anyone and anything. I learn from my dog, right, all the time. 
<laughs> you know? And so the likelihood of you touching someone is, is very likely. And usually that is what will keep you going and going. But sometimes, again, we get stuck in our minds and we won't push past that point. And so you got to just push past it, get out there, and then you'll get that positive feedback, that reinforcement, and you'll keep going and going and going. And then it'll become addicting, right? You'll keep getting out there. Yeah, no. This is push. This has driven me to 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 get back into self improvement. I had strayed away from it for for some some time, and by me going back into my podcast, me going into doing the podcast, it's driven me to start reading more. It's it's, it's helped. It started. It, I've taken courses every every day. I'm taking like a different course and and learning something new. YouTube is one of my favorite channels. It's one of my favorite YouTube University. Yeah, listen, I go. I it helped me find what editing program was right for me. What cameras, what mics, whatever, everything. There's a review for everything. Yes. And so and the comparison. I, I love the comparison videos. Yeah. Like, oh, if you're looking for this, get this thing. That's how I found my webcam. I watched. What, what, what kind of webcam do you have? I have a Logitech. Uh, Nine twenty two stream. Yeah. Stream cam, yep. Yeah, you got it. Have the same. The the one I'm using right now is my Canon, but I, yes, okay. I do have my. Um, that's my other camera. That's it, right? This is it right here. Let's yep, see. I can tell. Oh no, mine's different. I wish I could show you. Mine yeah. is the uh, stream cam one where you can go live. Off the cam itself. Mm-hmm. I haven't used that feature. It just had a better, like a slightly better camera and better color to it too. But yeah, that's definitely. Good. Well, I, I love those things on YouTube and YouTube University. I mean, that's how I taught myself a lot of things. Anytime I run into an issue, um, YouTube and Google, here I come. <laughs> those are the two biggest search engines. One, that's where you, that's where you got to go. So yeah, and Instagram's making its way there too. So watch out for Instagram. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm working my way towards. I'm releasing reels and stories and stuff like that. But I I, I do need to put some more effort into Instagram. Instagram's great. I'm trying to tell you it's going it's going to take over. Mark my words. It's going to take off. If you if you, I always joke with people, but Instagram is the biggest thief in social media. It literally steals from all the platforms. It's still like longer uh captions and stuff that's from Twitter. Remember in the beginning of Instagram, it was a limit. Yeah. Right? It's still reels from TikTok. It stole stories from Snapchat. It's still IGTV from YouTube. It's literally, oh, and the guides are from LinkedIn. So it's literally pulling all these different features from other platforms to try to get you. The shop, of course, is replacing websites, right? So now you can have the e-commerce store. It's literally pulling everything. And the hashtags, you can now follow hashtags. And um, hashtag games are just crazy now. You can just really start to monopolize on hashtags. Like it's gonna take over. People are gonna start using Instagram to search for things. Like I would probably argue in the next like three to five years, you're gonna start seeing a lot of people say, "Check Instagram," if they're not already doing it to you today, oh, right? If it's a yeah. if, if it's um like I know if I'm looking for a new restaurant to look up, sometimes I do Google restaurants near me, but it comes up like all the stuff I know. Check Instagram. Mm-hmm. They they got the exclusive ones probably. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you it's gonna take over. Watch Instagram is doing an amazing job. An amazing learn, job. You learn different things every time. Like, and the same thing, it's YouTube is is it's, um 
Well, they don't. Whatever. They, supposedly, they did. Well, not supposed, but they did release something recently. That's they're gearing. They're going to help towards gearing podcasters, because you know. So, because you know, right now it's more. Uh, when when there's the how tos and and certain videos that really do go viral on on YouTube. So, to be able to just somehow help podcasters, because you know. People listen to podcasts yeah. right now. Audio podcasts are booming, and and so if you can be able to help that translate to YouTube as well, mm-hmm. it, it's it's win win for you. Yeah, and a lot of people just post their podcasts on YouTube anyway. Yeah, so why not? Like I, I know what you're saying. Like the discoverability of of podcasts on YouTube is like subpar unless you're directing people there you're really not going to come up on anyone's feed that's like a you may also like this unless yeah, yeah. you listen to other podcasts that are similar on YouTube but for the yeah. most part they're not going to like put you up in the algorithm so that's good that they're actually working on that yes i'm happy about that and this, this listen this things that are going to help as far as marketing and branding that all these platforms are going to start putting out to 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 cater to create to content creators because right now people are consuming content like crazy. Yeah, for sure. I'm not one of those people, but definitely, <laughs> um, people definitely consume a crap ton of content. Like one of the facts I love to throw out there is that we actually scroll the length of the uh, Eiffel Tire Tower every day. The length. Wow. That's how much we're doing this. The average that's, person. That's kind of, you know, that's kind of, the Eiffel Tower is pretty tall. Yeah. Yeah. Eiffel Tower and then also the, um, I want to say the last time I looked at it was like the Empire State Building. One or the two. But you that's can look up the lot. back somewhere. Yeah, that's still a lot. Yeah. It's, a, it's still a lot. Like, could you imagine running your finger up that building? I'm, I'm just, I can imagine like, <laughs> how you, some people don't have like thumbs that are just dropping off right now. I know, right? These things are fast. <laughs> well, we can technically had the warm up if you remember, like video games. So yeah. that was like yeah, well, the warm up. Yeah, you kind of. I guess you kind of broke them in by. by yeah, we broke them in a little bit. That's where you really caught the spasms when you was then playing video games for the hours. Old phones, like the little razors and blackberries. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, flip little flip phones out. where they had the keypad and all that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess there was pre- there was preparing us for for the swiping. Yes, scroll sentry scroll i always tell people that prioritize because the older way we used to do websites we used to have like a bunch of pages for everything now single single landing pages or just one page and just scrolling is really the way to go people will scroll all day long i don't want to like be clicking a bunch of stuff typically clicking on pages yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely Um, that makes sense yes that makes a lot of sense and that's how i guess we have it on um the, the website for the radio st- that we built for the radio station is pages, but the one we have for the production company is single sw- is swipe is you don't have to go to pages. So, yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's not a lot of content. I see a lot of people sometimes they'll build their site and then what they'll do is they'll have like a small paragraph on an about and they'll stick that on a new page. Like put that on the same page. You know why? Why make someone click into that? Do you want them to see it or not? It really just depends on the on the platform and the, the audience too, you know. Depending on yeah. who your audience is, you might want to get a little bit more long form. People do still read. I don't, but 
<laughs> people do still read do you read do you read yes. like blogs and newsletters and stuff not really i read more uh audio I re- i'm not audio but i read more uh kindle off my kindle and um and regular books yeah yeah, yeah. all books for sure but um, like as far as like consuming content, they some some are arguing that like the more like written stuff is dying and, and pushing video, video, video. Yeah, well, video king is king right now. Like as far as there's so many things people learn through video. Some there's things there's so, like there's something for everything. Like, hey, I, I have a certain light blown and and certain, and, and I go to YouTube and put whatever description i gotta put in and it pops up yeah for sure there's literally you'd be surprised you'd be surprised how many like random videos there are and there's like 10 people on on there like thank you for this (laughs) so i got a i got a funny story so a friend of mine at work um we were just having a conversation and she said something about underwater basket weaving and i'm like I'm like, you're not the first person I hear mention underwater basket weaving. I'm like, is that really a thing? She's like, I don't know. It's just the saying that I would say. And so she messaged me, and they actually have underwater basket weaving. Cut it out. I'm like, I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, no, it it, it was it was because I I was taking a course, and Sean Cannell from Think Media mentioned. Hey, if you have a channel on underwater on underwater basket weaving, maybe it's probably not really the thing right now. But I'm saying that there there is a underwater basket. You can, find it. You can build an audience around anything. You can. You know, you if can. I said I wanted to, you know, build an audience around pink puppies, and I had all these puppies and little cute pink hats, people would like come out the woodworks. So. You so you surprised. sold the pink pumpkins? <laughs> That's my next business. Oh, okay. TBD. <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon. Pink puppies. And then part two, pink cats. Purple cats. <laughs> oh, yeah. You'd be now, surprised. See, You'd be surprised. I, mean, I have I, some that, really weird businesses, honestly. Listen, Not me, but my clients. My businesses <laughs> are pretty boring. Mine are pretty straightforward. Nothing too fancy. Listen, there's this this somebody there's some there's a need for something, man. Everybody's always looking for something and you'd be amazed at what people look, man, somebody sold the pet rock. Exactly. If you could sell a rock and people go out and buy it when you could just went outside and picked yourself up a rock and probably cleaned it off and, and, put and named it. it. Yeah, like people actually went and bought a pet rock. Yeah. It's all so, about branding, branding and marketing. It is, and it, but it's always been like that. It's always been like that. Like yes, commercials. They always is. So, yeah, you yeah. gotta have the, to. I was gonna say the thing is about a brand is you have one whether you like it or not. So brands have always been around since the beginning of time. So what we do is like brand strategists is is as like if I'm working with an entrepreneur, right? And you have an intention for your brand. We cannot say what your brand is. Your brand is developed by your. It's your like. Your customer's gut perception of who you are. It's their reputation type of thing. It's what they yeah. think about you. But you can set out and set attention, right? So that's where the strategy piece comes in. So if, if you want people to look at you as a luxury brand, then there are things that we can do to help them perceive that this is luxury. We do not set the brand. 
That does not exist. That's a that's a misnomer. Brand is experience, is personality, right? How you perceive me right now is completely different than how the next person will. But my goal, right, as a person is to show up consistent and to show up like 100% <laughs> so that everybody kind of has the same brand of who Chrissy is, right? And I'm just talking about if you think about a, a business as an entity, it's the same thing, right? I like to boil it down like that because I think a lot of people are talking about brands and they're getting way too like technical with it. But you got one whether you like it or not, whether you invested a penny in it, you have one. Oh, no, I, I know. <laughs> oh, not I, you, you, but I, like, know, I know, I know, I know yeah. you're not talking to me. I'm just, but I, yeah, I, I've, I've learned. I'm saying doing this podcast, doing the podcast, I've learned a lot, and I've, mm -hmm. and yeah, I, I, I am a brand. I, I, and I, and I've started treating myself like that. I've trademarking, copyrighted a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So it's the, but you learn these things. These things people don't learn. These are things people yeah. don't know. Like I, I, like I said, I do my research, I do my reading, and I've trademarked and copyrighted things that I needed to to to, to copyright mm -hmm. to protect my to protect my brand. Absolutely, absolutely. Especially for as a new brand, you want to kind of protect, especially like things like intellectual property. That's something a lot of people don't talk about. It's how you protect that stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't done that, especially if you're like a coach or consultant and you have these tools and tips and, and strategies, you want to start figuring out how you can protect some of those things as well. Mm. You may, Now that you mentioned coaching, I actually, uh, I've been, I've took a course, I've been taking a course for probably four, it was supposed to be an eight week course. I've took me a little bit longer because life <laughs> and I, I finally finished it a um, couple about a week ago mm -hmm. and so it, it was and i took it because because of the podcast and because i just felt there was something that i wanted to learn and, and experience and and be able to when i do have coaches on be able to relate and understand to what they're talking about mm -hmm. a little bit more so I, it was something that i felt I need it for me as, as to grow as a person. Yeah, absolutely. What's the number one lesson you learned? Um, what's, what's something number... that like shocked you? It's not, you know what? It wasn't that much that shocked me because I've, oh, man, I've been, re I've been reading and, and learning for such a long time that it just made me realize that it, I'm, it, I'm the reason, reason, I'm not where I'm supposed to be at because mm -hmm. of the choices and decisions I made. Yep. Especially knowing what I know. It, it, it was like, mm, it, it was kind of like a, a punch in the gut telling you like, dude, you know, the, you know your thing. And yet you continue to do the same. So it's, the, it's those things. And be, so being able to take these courses and, it, it, a lot of it helps me self-reflect -re and look inside and be like, I need to start applying these things to my life ASAP, like right now. Absolutely. And and it's less really about like choices and decisions because those are the actions, but understanding the mindset that drove you to those choices and decisions. A lot of times it's mindset correction that actually needs to be done. Like when I change my, my mindset around money, 
When I tell you doing that one thing, I'm talking make it rain. Okay. Like, listen, it's a huge difference. When you change your mindset around money, we're told so many false. Myths. Oh yeah. Like, like money is the root of all evil. That's one of the biggest ones mm -hmm. that will make sure that money does not come into your life. Yep. <laughs> if you if you if that's if you really truly believe that then you will never see yep. money never. or money is something that you have to work really hard for so no. you'll think like oh i have to work really really hard therefore i can't make it. it's a lack mindset just believing and, that and, money is abundant will take you so far and it's it, and you know what it is because i've like since since doing the podcast there have been times like I sold the I sold the logo, no lie. I probably spent thirty minutes on it, mm -hmm. and it was it was it was a good logo, really. The person paid me two hundred and fifty dollars. Mm -hmm. Thirty minutes of work. Mm -hmm. People and and it wasn't really hard. It wasn't difficult. <laughs> I'm laughing because I remember those days. I don't sell two fifty two hundred fifty dollars logos anymore. Listen, I'm just starting out. I got out, you. Okay? I got you. Okay? <laughs> you don't, get there, don't, young grass. Don't, 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 don't judge me. <laughs> listen, listen. When I first started, when I first started logo design, I was doing fifty dollars logos. Mind you, this was years ago, so it's probably about the same. But fifty dollars logos, I was doing nine, nine concepts, nine. You was giving them nine concepts. Nine concepts. Oh, you you're too nice. I, what it is, a lot of creatives do this. It's actually a, a lot of people do this. Basically, when you're creative, you can't stop. So I know. You get an idea yeah, you and create, you create a and bunch go. of yeah. You create and then create you don't know what to give your clients, so you just yeah, give them sure. everything. You say choose. Yeah. Don't do that. I know that. I know. I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I've realized that. Yeah. I've come to that that realization. Yes. But yeah, I had to learn that the hard way for sure. Oh, I, I, I and that, but see, the thing was, I didn't. I learned it from when I was purchasing stuff, like when I was purchasing logos and stuff like that. And, and they, they limited how many, how many, um, revisions, how many, how many concepts they probably sent me two or three concepts with yeah. watermark logos all over them. See, I didn't sure. have that. I never had to buy a logo from anyone. I was always doing my own stuff because I've always had the mentality, which I don't anymore. Cause I've had to break that habit. Cause when you're a solopreneur and you're like, trying to build your team you got to get out of the habit of like i can do it myself so now i have no problem with delegating but back in the day i would be like oh yeah i need a logo like our current logo i actually did not design that's actually hands off not even me a whole nother designer um but back in the day i was doing all my own stuff just because i was like oh i can do it myself I can don't do it yourself you're just gonna get it in your own head especially when you're building your own brand i don't recommend doing your own logo no uh, that one right there, the one uh, in the corner up, I didn't do that. I uh, paid someone to do it. I love it. And mm -hmm. The only thing is, have you got it printed? Yes. So you have a different version of it, I'm sure. As far as what? Um, did you, what kind of printing did you get it done? On, did you what do you mean? Did you do any embroidery or yes, vinyl? I've, I've, I have I have some t-shirts and some embroidered t-shirts and stuff. Really? That yes. exact logo? Yes. It's got to cost you crazy. Because that's actually, what what's there is actually an image, and they can't embroider that. So you've got too many tones in the microphone. He, did a, good, he, he did a good job. He toned it down. He did a good job. 
Yeah, he must have made it all one color or something. Cause uh, you can't you can't change tones and stuff, and the, there's no like multicolored thread. I have so one around. One I have one around, and I just, I just can't get up. You know what? Hold on one second. Yeah, let's see it. <laughs> All right, everybody. Short, short break. We're back. Quick imitation machine. We're back. We're back. So let's see. Which way? I gotta see. Doing a little weird thing. Yeah, he's got. So you see how you don't have the two tone in your in your colors? Yeah, he had to scale it back a little bit. Of course, he couldn't. He couldn't make it exactly like it. But I'm happy. Yeah, looks good though. He got a good embroider. Yes, for sure. It's a actually a friend of mine, and. I wanted to support his business, so I purchased. Uh, I, well, I went and got I got the the shirts myself mm-hmm. from. Um, what did I get them from? I know it was probably a bulk, it was probably a bulk t shirt play website. Bulk Apparel. Yeah, bulk. Actually, yes, Bulk Apparel. Yeah, so and um, and I purchased them and then had them embroidered. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I love printing. It's very interesting. A lot of times when people design logos, they, they have to kind of have either multiple versions or um, just design one that's a little bit more scaled back for them. Like gradients, you can't do embroidery. You can't really print a, a gradient at all. Um, and then I tell people that all the time. And then they're like, your logo has a gradient. I'm like, I have a different version that we print. Don't worry. Like I have <laughs> access to unlimited designers. You know, I have a creative team of 13. So I am not by any means like hurting for designers um but yeah we can do that but unless you want to keep paying people for different versions you got to figure out you know if you look at all the big brands too something i just thought about they all have really some look at target's logo nike's logo you could draw nike's logo right now you don't even have to be a designer they're simple simple marks yeah they keep it simple Mm -hmm. yeah logo design is very um Interesting. Me personally, I I don't think it's something that we should really focus on, especially in the newer stages. But when you do your first rebrand, like after the first like three or four years, you'll learn a lot about your brand. And so you'll be able to give much more insight into your logo and much more like strategy and direction for it. Like when I first did my my very first logo, it was terrible. It was terrible. It was like paint splatter. Yeah. And color addict. And then the K's were like backwards. And then my business card had like jack of all trades. Literally. It it was bad. I could probably find one. It was bad. <laughs> like I'm not even kidding. <laughs> it was really, really bad. I always talk about them and I told myself I was gonna put one nearby so I can show it. It was so bad. Well my business cards now aren't, aren't that bad. Yours aren't? Yeah, no. They're this they're simple. They're simple. I knew it's one's art. But they're just simple. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. You should get fun. I mean, business cards now they've they've upped their game. And I always tell people, pro tip, um, business cards usually end up in the trash unless you put some type of like incentive on there. So even if it's like um, I don't know. For you it's gonna be a little bit different because you're a podcast, but like maybe for your production company, you could do like 
um, your first show free or something. I don't know, whatever you come up with. But people, mm -hmm. if you put something on there, they'll actually keep it in their mind. It tricks them. It tricks them into thinking like this is now a coupon or a promo. I'm going to hold on to this. Oh, yeah, the like if you get a 10 percent, if I could put it like a 10 percent affiliate code on there, like the 10 percent to to Amazon, because I do have um, a couple of Amazon affiliate codes I could use. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> There you go. And all your equipment that I'm sure people are asking you about, what's your mic? I'm sure you got affiliate codes for that. Do you got that stuff on your website? Yes. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. I'm, le I'm learning. There. I'm learning. Yeah. I'm You're learning. learning. Good. Learning. I love it. I love I'm it. I always make sure, you know, you never know. Oh, no. Listen, I I, I had uh, brand, I had a, a couple that they're, they're branding strategists. And when I had them on, they're like, so you don't do video. And I'm like, no, I don't do video. I said, not yet. I'm I'm waiting. Like, oh, so so you don't do video. I'm like, no, I'm not. So, so you don't do video? Yes, I do video. <laughs> Record. <laughs> there you go. They're like, there you go. You're coachable. Yes, that's what we like. Yeah. And since that episode, I do video. Beautiful. That's good. You got a lot of people who are kind of like stuck in their way, in their own way, right? They're like, no, I, I'm not good on camera. I'm a better writer, but you got to do what works. You got to do what works for your audience. You know, if your audience are readers then don't even worry about video. But oh, no, but the, the, my, my channel is doing pretty well. I'm over 2000 subscribers, uh, probably over 20,000 views now. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a few, probably, uh, about 700 watch hours away from monetization. So I'm excited. Okay, you got this. You're almost there. You're almost there. Like yes. that's what like uh you do 60 minute episodes, so that's like you know it varies depends on the per on, depends on who, who I'm talking to. Okay. If sometimes we'll do 30 minutes, but then when they're really entertaining and I'm having a good time talking to them and we we have a good connection, then it might just go to an hour. Okay. Okay, so <laughs> You should you should bump it out a little bit, then you'll get to your seven hundred much faster. <laughs> <laughs> the more content you put out, or the better content you well, put out. Well, probably. I am putting. I, I'm I'm probably releasing two two videos a week, so maybe okay. should I push it up to three? No, two two. Yeah, I say I think two is doing pretty good. That like with the last two videos, three they've all got over two thousand views, so. How long does it take you to get like from, oh, let's see if you know this, from ideation to production, like produced? As far as, okay, so how long does it take me to like the work? Mm -hmm. um, well, the hour to record. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it doesn't take me long to edit because... Mm -hmm. We really, it really, it, it goes real smooth, and and so, um, and not having to put intro to add an intro and an outro, and I do all that through Streamyard. So, I would say probably um two hours. Two hours for editing, or two hours total. Total. Two hours total. And you still backed up till July. What are you doing? No, that's that's my audio. As far as video, 
My, uh, not, oh, that, because you changed your process. You're doing video now. So video yes. made your life easier. Yes. Shout out to those two brand strategies. <laughs> <laughs> it's made life so much easier. Okay. Well, now, but I still have the audio. I still have a lot of audio that I need to get out. Yeah. So I'm editing. I'm I'm getting at least two out a week. So okay. I'm, I'm getting I'm getting caught up. I'm almost into August. <laughs> are you doing like a batch style or are you yes. doing like one by one? Yes, I'm I'm doing I'm I'm scheduling it. I'm scheduling them. I'm batching the schedules. Yes. So it's like I have one scheduled to come out tomorrow. And then I have the next one I have probably like three days, four days after. Okay. What are you doing with your audience? Are you monetizing them in any other way? I'm trying to get them to my Patreon page. I'm I'm trying to build that up. What's Patreon got to offer? As far as what percentage? Mm-mm. Well, like what's the incentive? Oh, well, if they go join the Patreon, uh, merchant, some free merchandise. Um, mm-hmm. What else? Uh, there's exclusive videos, mm-hmm. exclusive audios. Um, uh, a couple other things. I just can't remember them at the moment. That was your plug. <laughs> <laughs> that was the opportunity. You that was the opportunity for them to check me out. Oh man! Look, look at the link in the description when this is posted, and go sign up for his Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna definitely down. be in the description. Definitely now. Well, I put it in on all episodes, so. Okay, gotcha. Uh, but just make sure let it's it's not um there's some type of incentive, you know, and one that your audience. Do you know who your audience is? Like, who are you targeting with this podcast? Um, it's there. My audience age very. It goes from probably like thirty three to fifty. So that tells me, my dear, that you are talking about your analytics, not your audience. Oh, you mean as far as if men or women? Mm-mm, nope. What do you mean? So your audience has nothing. A, a lot of people make this misconception. So your audience has nothing to do with your analytics. Your audience, again, right, when it comes to branding, is who you set out to attract. So it has nothing to do with, like, demographics. It pl- Demographics, which are, like, age, sex, oh. where they are, that plays a very so you, small factor. You mean, you mean as far as my audience says, the, what what information they're seeking as far as uh who are they what do they want are they, what are, they are, the, are they the type that are are seeking to to self-develop and grow and and all this stuff what are the problems that they want to solve oh. you need to, what are the problems name a few if you know i'm not trying to put you on the spot what are the problems my listeners have yeah, what do they have? What what are the problems? Oh man, some let's see. Uh, some of them are afraid to to start a business. Okay. So to be able to hear and and to be able to listen to entrepreneurs speak, who who were in their who were in their shoes at one time, it helps okay. them out. Um. What else? Uh, See, you're making me think right now. I'm not supposed to be thinking that <laughs> I know. I just kind of flipped around. I'm interviewing you. Whose show is this? <laughs> this is a Chrissy takeover. <laughs> and that's going to be the title of the episode. <laughs> 
I really encourage you to do the work though. Trust me, it'll make everything much. I literally was just in a call with a client earlier. It'll make every, I promise you, literally hands down, will make everything clear. It will make, it will literally set fire to your path. When I did this work in my own, just to tell a, a quick story about my own journey, I was um, doing those $50 logos, right? So I uh, had a transition from corporate and I was like, all right, I'm gonna give myself three months to make what I made in corporate. I did. But I killed myself doing it. Of course, $50 logos trying to replace the salary, right? With all kinds of benefits. I did it, but I killed myself doing it. So I asked myself, how can I do this and really scale it up? And that took, that's why I said pricing mindset and like your money stories and all that stuff is really important. But more importantly, knowing the problem you solve. So here's what I did. I was mentoring with all these different people, talking to all these like entrepreneurs, successful, different stages, whatever. And they were all like, you got to do your target market research. But no one really knows what that is. Like, I'm sure someone's told you that and you like, like, OK, I look at my analytics. This is what they say it is. And this is my target market. No, that's not it. So target market research is actually the practical, actionable way I like to tell people to do it is interviewing your client and or customer. So you're going to sit down with them. You are not supposed to sell at all. I don't even care if the opportunity comes out. We'll schedule a call for that later, right? You're just supposed to understand who they are. So what are your challenges? What's your number one thing? What's keeping you up at night? What are you Googling? Who are you listening to? What podcast do you do you chime into? Who who is a big person that you, you know, like the let's say the role models, right? Ask those type of questions to understand who they are on a personal level. And when I did this work for myself, I realized my clients didn't really care about what like they didn't care about the logo or the business card. They were like, I'm trying to grow and scale my business. They were worried about growth and exposure. And so I literally pivoted my business from that point on from graphic designer to brand strategist because that was something I actually was doing anyway, but didn't know how to like package it. And so now I turned my business from let me create you this pretty logo that isn't going to do anything for you to let's build you an online presence that's going to pr produce results. I'm results driven always. I turn down work all the time if it's not going to give you a return on investment as an entrepreneur. I promise you doing this work, everything else will get clear. You'll be like, oh, I'm going to do this workshop and speak at this thing because it makes sense strategically for my brand because these are my audience members and they're going to be looking for me here. And I'm going to, for example, that workshop you were just at when you were that, that first speaking engagement. It could have been a brand alignment where maybe you can now start promoting the podcast or maybe you could have had some other spinoff from there. But right now, because it's still kind of fuzzy, we're just kind of connecting with all types of people, you know. <laughs> that well, not, OK, I should not. I should let me I should correct it. I'm not connecting with all time. It, it, it is a strict. It is a set. Upset. OK, so lately I've been sitting down more with coaches and strategists than anything else. Mm -hmm. So, it's, but, who, it's kind of, but is it for, are you hoping that they can give your audience some strategy on building their website? I'm sorry, not website, their business. I'm, 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 I'm selfish. It's for me. You know, just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you just have all these free consultations. Like, I'm yeah, it's for me. It's all for me. <laughs> I should do a podcast like that and interview like uh, big executives. And, 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 you, and you, you listen, 
this is no this this doing the podcast has been a blessing it's been i've been able to sit down with people like yourself and have some great conversations and learn yeah so it's been it's at what at what at like at one point I, I thought it was selfish i was seriously thought it was selfish on my part and a guest made me realize that no that is self-love you're wanting to grow and develop so it's self-love there's no there's not it's not being selfish yeah so and then like plus you're providing the service to your listeners exactly so you're not the only one learning you're also your audience is also learning so Mm -hmm. i'm gonna leave you with one thing okay so i have a um live i i really need to redo it because it's all the way down at the bottom all the way down at the bottom but i did a live huh i'm I'm gonna tell you all all the way down at the bottom of my igtv on instagram where i talked about how to build client profiles if you do that exercise it will really help you and that's for everyone by the way but it will really help you like get very narrow on your audience where like you'll be rocking you'll know products you'll like for example that patreon you can be like they need this they need that they need this sign up this is for you this is built just you ever like some of those courses you've taken, have you ever read a page and been like, oh my gosh, how do they know? How do they know everything I'm struggling with? It's because they literally have you written down on a piece of paper. They're like, Wise needs this, 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 this. He's struggling here. Let's let's market to him, right? Someone knows you that good. They know exactly where you are, where they're going to market the heck to you and make you sign up for all these different courses and things. So you got to get that same way with your audience so that not from like a salesy, like pushy type of person, but just so that you can really show up and make the impact that you are really striving to make. Right. You're impact driven, my dear. The fact that like you getting choked up and teary like, oh, my gosh, I touched these people. You're impact driven for sure. So I, I wasn't. Make- I was. I, it wasn't that much. Okay. <laughs> Listen, it's nothing wrong with it. I love. I'm, I'm, I love. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm just. <laughs> gotta, I, I have to have fun and, and enjoy this. And it's fun Absolutely. to. It's fun when you have someone that has great energy and they can they can laugh and have a good time with you. So exactly, that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for. All right. So now it's time for you to go plug away and for you to do your plug. Yeah, let's let's plug. Um, so we got a lot of things, but I'm going to direct people to my website because we do free workshops, free trainings. We have a whole freebie vault. So coloradic.com It's on the screen there, but I'm going to spell it for those who are listening. K-O-L-O-R-A-D-D-I-K-T.com. If you go to slash freebies, you can get some free stuff. We got like pricing calculators. If you know how to price your products and services, we have a social media calendar. We have all kinds of things. But definitely check out my website because we have a lot of fun, like workshops and all kinds of things going on. We got too much for me to say in this show. But um, if you want to book a call with me, you can definitely click that big pink button at the top that says book online. All right. And then so definitely check out her website. Get the freebies. Freebies are always good. So definitely go check out the freebies. Free resources. Why not? Yeah, why not? Listen, I, I encourage them to go get the freebies right learn as much as you can on your own right when you're just getting started learn as much as you can on your own fail forward right if you if you mess it up at least you can come to me and say hey i messed it up fix this right versus like i haven't touched it (laughs) (laughs) all right all right but don't leave (laughs) but it's been great having you on but um don't leave just yet all right so now it is time for shout outs 
Big shout out to my real wise fam, Poppy J, Brandy J. Love you guys. Big shout out to the boss lady, Fina. And as oh wait, no. Big shout out to my guest, Chrissy, for being on the show. She was awesome. And as always, a big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless y'all. Be safe. And you know, and you know how your boy Wise does it. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Listen on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find us on social media on Twitter at wise underscore B underscore blunt. Instagram at wise underscore B underscore blunt. And a Facebook fan page, www.facebook slash wise76. Check back soon for new episodes. Until next time, peace out.